0: The stage is set. Listen and be heard. Because
1: Filipinas is now on a bigger platform. Hosted by Kukitwazon with Marty Tenko, they will feature spoken word acts, tackle topics that keep the mic alive, and the community of artists inspired.
2: My name is Cookie. My name is Marty. Welcome to Big Filipinas. As you all know, we here like to have fun while promoting spoken word and poetry. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. And on today's show, we'll talk about motherhood. Oh yeah. Check the hood. Check the hood. Whoa.
0: <laughs> We're going there, huh?
2: <laughs> Marty, for starters, I'll ask you something like. Okay. Here we go. What's your favorite mom joke?
0: Oh wait. Oh wait. Let me think. Let me think. Um. Okay. I know. One, Okay. It, this particular joke reminds me of reading the best of the Rejection Collection that was collected by Matthew Diffie. So basically, they're cartoons that are not allowed to be printed on the New Yorker. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> there, Let's hear it then. <laughs> there's this comic drawn by Leo Colum. I hope I'm able to give the right punchline. Yes, give it give, justice. Right, okay. There were two raccoons talking and one of them had some hat on its head. The same color of its tail. And he said, now I think of mom whenever it's cold. Okay,
2: I don't know what to feel. (laughs) (laughs) I know I'm supposed to be laughing. But yeah, that's funny. (laughs) It's a dark sense of humor. Yeah, that's why it's not allowed to be printed in the New
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yorker. I think you have better jokes, Cookie.
2: (laughs) Okay, not just for boomers. The Yo Mama series, I think, is the best And I come prepared. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Listen. Okay, okay, yo mama. Yes, yes. Yo mama so fat, she uses Google Earth to take a selfie. (laughs) (laughs) That is so rude, but okay, yes. Okay, another one. Okay. Yo mama so old, she was a waitress at the last supper. so wrong it's so right okay here's another one okay go yo mama so fat when god said let there be light he asked her to
0: move out of the way that's so wrong
2: so wrong and so funny funny
0: it's all right
2: (laughs) anyway what about spoken word and poems on motherhood is there anything you'd like
0: Oh, cookie! There's this poem you play on jam, right? By Yes, um, I was yes. born with two tongues. Yes, uh, that's
2: Annie Dayu and Emily Chang from "I Was Born with Two Tongues."
0: Yes.
2: The title of the poem is "Mother." Yes. It's also on the top of my list. Oh yeah! Yeah! Yay! yay, yay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, "Mommy's Making Mambo" by Maida Del Valle. Wow. Yeah, I like that too. And I also like Clouds and Waves by Rabindranath Tagore, Mm -hmm. The Consecrating Mother by Anne Sexton, Mm -hmm. Morning Song by Sylvia Plath, Mm -hmm. Mother to Son by Langston Hughes, Mm -hmm. My Mother Was Fortune, My Father, Generosity and Bounty by Rumi, The Mother by Gwendolyn Brooks. And A Smile to Remember by Charles Bukowski. Oh, and uh, there's also Untitled by Mani Rao. Oh, Remember Mani yes. Rao? We actually had the privilege of meeting her at the Hyderabad, Hyderabad Literary Festival, Festival a few years ago. India. Yes. And uh, I appreciate it that she watched us perform and she loved what she saw.
0: Yes, it was an amazing feeling. Now, let's go
2: to our lineup of guests. Yes. First up, we give you Justine Camacho tahonero with Small Acts of Devotion.
3: We light candles in spite of the odds. For every proof of meanness, the insult hurled on a virtual wall in all caps. Who knows if there is a mother who holds her child close and wishes her the world. For every fire that consumes and leaves only ashes, who knows if a raindrop urges the shyest of sprouts to unfold. We inherit this world's anger and grief and unquenchable sorrow, and also its hope and wonder and irrepressible joy. But who knows if they are in equal measure? Every day we are offered the absurd work of lighting lamps and extinguishing them and lighting them again and again. There is no return on this investment, and yet, we go on. Candles, like love, need no measure or scale to shine.
2: Are you thinking about starting a podcast but worrying about recording, editing, and such? I only believe in one platform for podcasters to rely on, Anchor. You can download it from the App Store, Play Store, or access it from the website www.ancor.fm for free. Yes. No need for complicated tools. You can immediately create your podcast and publish it on various platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and others. Sounds easy, right? Use Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. What are you waiting for? Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: Marty, how did the concept of motherhood come about?
0: Okay, with Dictionary.com says that the word motherhood was first recorded around 1375 to 1425 from the late Middle English word motherhood or spelled as M-O-D-E-R-H-E-D. Oh, wow. The sociology website states that motherhood is the word that sociologists tend to use to refer to the social expectations, experiences, and structures associated with being a mother. The use of the term motherhood differentiates the biological fact of producing a baby or becoming a mother and the practices involved in taking care of children, mothering, from the public and cultural norms linked to the creation and care of children. Motherhood, in other words, is a social institution, one that contributes to the reproduction of gender differentiation and hierarchy in family and work. Uh It is said that the concept of motherhood being recognized by society was first seen in ancient Egypt. The ideal mother in ancient Egyptian society was the goddess Isis, Mm -hmm. the divine mother, with evidence of thousands of bronze statuettes of her nursing her son, Horus. In the Egyptian mindset, human mothers also deserved much honor and respect, Mm -hmm. especially from their sons. A didactic text dating from 1500 BCE gives a fascinating peek into the care of an Egyptian mother for her child. When you were born after your month, she was yet yoked to you, her breast in your mouth for three years as you grew. When she sent you to school and you were taught to write, she kept watch over you daily. Even the concept of annually celebrating motherhood began in ancient Egypt. The festival was in honor of the goddess Isis, who represented the ideal mother and wife, and was the patroness of nature and magic, and is considered the mother of all pharaohs. There are symbols depicting Mm -hmm. motherhood and everything that they stand for, such as fertility and procreation, guidance and protection, Sacrifice, compassion, dependability, and wisdom. Wow. Symbols. Yep. Here are some. For paganism, it's the chalice or the cup, symbolizing water, which is a feminine element, as well as depicting the womb. For Hinduism, they have Lakshmi Yantra, symbolizing a calming, welcoming mother figure.
2: I want to see these symbols. Yep. One One of these days. I'm going to show you. Show it to me. (laughs) Yes.
0: For Wiccan and neo-pagan cultures, They have the triple goddess, a full moon in between two crescent moons. For the Irish, there's a triskele? Triskele? Cookie, am I doing this right? Yeah, or something like it. (laughs) (laughs) Something (laughs) to that effect. triskelion. It's the same yes, triskelion. Yes, there. Most commonly seen as three interlocking spirals depicting the mother goddess and the three faces of womanhood. For the Native Americans, they have the following. The angus somtaka, or crow mother, symbolizing a nurturing and loving mother. Okay. The tapuat or, or labyrinth, symbolizing mother and child. The turtle to represent Maka, the immortal earth mother. And the yellow cactus flower, representing the unconditional maternal love. And for the Celts, the Celtic motherhood knot two hearts that are intertwined continuously denoting a parent and a child in an embrace.
2: Wow. Yes. That's a pretty cool information right there. I
0: was also amazed that there are. I'm, Of course there are, but it's just amazing to know about them.
2: Yeah. Cookie! Yeah, did you know that before the 1970s, very few realistic poems about motherhood were published? Oh, wow. That's yes. That's too bad. Instead, mm-hmm. mothers appeared in earlier poems as mythic mothers. hmm Mother Goddesses, Mm -hmm. and Nurturing Muses. And that is according to Sandra M. Gilbert, Susan Gubar, and Diana Ohe here in their preface to the anthology Mother Songs. In the Victorian era, poetry about mothers became popular, Mm -hmm. but largely portrayed mothers one-dimensionally as self-sacrificing angels of the house. In her A Change of World documentary about the role of poetry in second-wave feminism, the poet Sharon Olds recalls the response to submitting motherhood poems in the 1970s. The editor would say, If you wish to write about your children, may we suggest the ladies' home journal. We are a literary magazine.
0: Wow. That is just wow.
2: Just wow. It it was really a struggle back in the day to showcase
4: poetry Mm, on motherhood. That's true.
2: Next up, we have Aloy Polentan with The Passion of the Widow.
4: Set to fix that broken knob. The way she counts the ladle's bumps on the edge of her favorite frying pan. There has to be a favored one. Non-stick, the box label says so. Pink in handle and bottom. Necessary vigor. That's what I see. While she inspects every syllable of damage, she must be ready for immediate wounds, for the wooden circumference is far from perfect. She must be ready for saling sing or salinghat. hat. If I were to read her mind, it could be: the only choice is to lead. The choice is to survive. That lip bite at the end of the task. It's like a hint of light, tunnels end, wounds no longer felt. She goes right to the kitchen and stares at the ping pan, hot oil, now just a needle prick. The distance between the front door and her kitchen tiles suffices a good line, to dawn on a sun, enraptured, inspired.
0: Hey guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free! free. <laughs> we vocalize. What
2: is it? It's called blending. We blend.
0: Okay. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Just go to www.anchor.fm. Yeah, (laughs) with a vibrato. (laughs) So,
2: Marty, who is your favorite mother in literature? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yes, (laughs) ma'am. For the sweet and caring mom vibe, they remind me of Sally Jackson and Percy Jackson. Okay. That is written by Rick Riordan. Riordan, yes. And Molly Weasley in the Harry Potter series by J.K. Rowling. For firm and powerful mama's vibe, I'd say Lady Galadriel in uh-huh. J.R.R. Tolkien stories. And these, I think you've read this book, Jeannie Hamstock and Old Mrs. Hamstock in the Ocean at the End of the Lane yes. by Neil Gaiman. I find them amazing. Yes.
2: Yeah, they're amazing characters. How about you, Cookie? Well, I like Offred in The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, okay. I gotta give it, yeah. She's intelligent and at the same time kind. And she has a dark sense of humor, yes. Um, I like how she used tactic to adapt and to survive Gilead. Yes. Moving on to more poetry, here's Floyd Quintos with Ina.
1: A thousand lies of love she has heard before. Promises and protestations, songs and anthems, threats, calls to arms. Sundry defiances uttered in anger, shouted in passion, then fading, faded, forgotten. Unthanked and unbowed, the mother stands to stretch. The muscles of her back are hard, for we are more than just heavy. Noisy, impatient, fickle, she knows how terrible we are when we cry. Clinging to her skirts, her torn fingers, her gnarled hands, we promise and protest and fight our love, writ hard with bites and daggers. We will not let her go. Shrugging away the pain and all the noise she plods on, dead weights that we are, she will not let us go. A thousand lies of love she has heard before. She grins and squints her eyes. And in the scorching heat of day, sings lullabies.
2: We would like to thank attorney Marvin Asirun, so San Anselmo Publications, for their support.
0: Ooh, thank you! One of San Anselmo Publication Inc.'s mission is to offer their readers with new and exciting works and to provide a venue for Filipino artists. Whether the artist is a writer, a poet, a painter, a sculptor, or performer, We in San Anselmo Publications, Inc. would like to collaborate with them and help them grow their market and their audience, says executive publisher Marvin Aceron. If you have any questions or queries, you can email the publisher at marvin.aceron at apvlaw.net or call 584-5074.
2: Their books are on Shopee. Yep. And uh, find Aselmo Publications on their social media pages, Facebook, and Instagram. Yes. And I quote Maya Angelou saying, to describe my mother would be to write about a storm and its perfect power. Damn right. That's it. Yes. That's it for today. <laughs> I'm Cookie. I'm Marty. Thank you for listening to, to Because